Welcome to the W2 Prison Break Show, a podcast and YouTube series hosted by real estate investor, author, and coach Brian O'Neill. Tune in each week as we interview business owners who have successfully planned and executed their W2 Prison Break. You'll hear their stories, learn about their challenges, and what ultimately pushed them over the edge and gave them the courage to break free. Most importantly, you'll discover they are not much different than you. Listen in each week as we give you useful insights and action items to start your W-2 prison break and get you on the path you were always meant to be on. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the W-2 Prison Break Show. I'm your host, Brian O'Neill. It's great to be speaking with you today. I hope you're having an awesome day. And it's just going to be me and you today. It's another solo cast episode. I've got some thoughts today. The recording of this episode is late September, so this will air later. But I just want to give you some context because last week I was at a mastermind. I was at a live event for the real estate mastermind that I'm a part of, the one that has changed my life and led me to leave my job in nine months after trying for pretty much two decades. And so many awesome nuggets came out of that event. It was four days. I'm a coach for this group as well. So we had a coach's day and then we had uh, two days with uh, that were for the event. And then we had a private mastermind on the last day. And it was really life changing stuff. The previous events that we had were all virtual. So while we got a lot out of those events, you know, being on Zoom, there's something different about being in person and being alive and getting to meet some of these people for the first time. Some that I had been seeing on Zoom for years and I get to meet them in person. And just the energy, it was undeniable, right? And what I want to talk to you about today is how powerful that is to be around a group of people who feel inspired, who are all lifting you up and there's no negativity. Like we're very protective in our mastermind about what we allow in, the energy that we allow in, and we just really don't allow any negative energy. And again, that spreads throughout the entire group. So everyone is positive. Everyone is lifting each other up. And that's one of the best things about being in a mastermind, and particularly the one that I'm involved in and that I'll be involved in probably pretty much forever, I would think, as long as it's still going on. But I just wanted to share some really high points from the four-day event with you so that you could start to think about, okay, am I in the right room? Am I around the right people? Because that matters. If you're around people who are toxic, who are trying to hold you down because they're afraid of your success, you need to evaluate that. I would encourage you to evaluate that because that was me for a long time, right? I just was in my safe little bubble of people and I was at the top of that list because I was the most successful in my job and that like made me feel good. You need to take it down like two or three rungs and make sure there's multiple people above you so that you can continue to learn and grow. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, period, end of story. You need to get in a different room where you're the dumbest, for lack of a better word. Let me talk about the event. Number one, just being around people, the camaraderie was just tremendous. And I had a lot of people who have heard my story. I've talked about my son on this show. I've spoken about 
how he gave me the courage to leave my job, to stop living in fear, to stop being afraid, how my wife supported me and really drove me to want to be better and to want to provide a better life for us, a better lifestyle. Again, this isn't related to money. This is a better lifestyle, which is really what we were searching for. So the support of my family and my son, I mean, really just catapulted me into business and leaving my job. But I didn't know that other people hearing the story would resonate so much. I mean, people were telling me, you know, hey, you inspired me. You're the reason I want to do this. And I'm not saying this to pump myself up. What I am saying to you, what I'm telling you is that you have a story and people need to hear it. Okay. There's something in your life or part of your story that people need to hear. And I want you to really think about what that is, what, like what you've been through. Think about what you've been through, the challenges that you've had to overcome. It doesn't have to be my story. It's your story, but don't be afraid to share it because if it even impacts one or two people and they come back and tell you, Hey, your story or what you said about this or what you said about your son or your family or this struggle that you had, like I can relate to that. I can tell you that there's really not too many feelings better in the world when somebody comes up and opens up their emotions to you and says that. It's really, really a powerful thing. So don't be afraid to share your story. So get into the mastermind. Don't be afraid to share your story and tell it off. And I mean, I tell my story to the point of ad nauseum where like people are tired of hearing this and apparently they're not. The other lesson that I learned, huge lesson is I think too small, like you're not thinking big enough. Okay. And David Nurse, who is an NBA coach who works with NBA players, tremendous guy. He was our keynote speaker. He got up there on stage and just absolutely crushed it for about 30 or 40 minutes. And that's what I was writing down was you're not thinking big enough. Like you're not giving yourself enough credit. And so many other people at the event said the same exact thing. Like you need to think bigger. Okay. You're not giving yourself enough credit, thinking small and being stuck in like this little box of I can only accomplish this much. It's like whatever you think, like let's just say, for example, I want to earn $100,000 a year, add a zero to it. Seriously, add a zero to it because you're not thinking big enough. And for someone who's thinking about a million, add a zero to it. All right. I can tell you that my goal during that event, I added a zero to it and I announced it to everyone as well. And I think that's something else that's super important is by having your goals written down and then announcing it and making it public to people is much more powerful. Because when I see them next year, everyone's going to remember that Brian added a zero to his goal and did he get there? So that holds you're held now held accountable by several hundred people. And I want to encourage you to think bigger, like dream bigger. Don't play it small. You only have one shot at this life. And there's no reason for you to play it safe. There's no reason for you to play it small. I don't want you to be reckless. Just don't want you to play it small. The other speaker we had was Peter Taunton. If you don't know who Peter Taunton is, just go on social media and follow him. He is the founder of the largest fitness brand in the world. He sold it twice for $40 million each time. He's very public about this, so I'm not giving up any information. And he spoke in front of us. He spoke in front of us. And I've had the pleasure of hearing him speak several times with our group. And I've actually had a Zoom call with him one-on-one -on -one for one hour. So imagine this is the power of masterminds and coaching is who you get introduced to. I had no idea that me hiring a coach three years ago would lead to that. 
to a one-on-one -on -one call with a guy who sold his company twice for $40 million and now he's building another brand. He's going to do the same thing. No clue that I would be exposed to that. And the knowledge from that Zoom call that I gained can never be taken away from me ever. Like no matter what happens, I could fail at my business. You know, I could fail at life. Like no one can ever take that away from me, which means I can just do it again because I have this knowledge. I have this extra knowledge. And being in that room just really supercharged me. So here's what happened when I finally came home. It was a tremendous event. I learned a lot. I gave you kind of the high points. But when I came back, I came back to the house late on Friday. And over the weekend, it had just been kind of percolating. I had a bunch of notes. So I took all my notes over the weekend and I redid my entire calendar, which basically means I just revamped my entire life, right? Because what I realized and what I had learned was that there were certain goals that I had that I wasn't prioritizing. They were not in my calendar. And if they're not in your calendar, then they're not important to you, period. So I have health and fitness goals. I have relationship goals. And I have wealth goals, obviously, and really in that order. So for me, if I have great health and fitness, which is priority number one, you have to take care of yourself first, otherwise you can't take care of anybody else. And please think about that. You have to take care of yourself first if you wanna take care of the other people in your life that you love. So priority number one for me is health and fitness, and that is in my calendar. It wasn't before, and that was a mistake, and that's probably why I wasn't consistent with it. And I learned that from the event. The other is relationships. Okay, if you want to be a better husband, a better father, a better son, a better brother, whatever it is, sister, you know, what have you, if you want better relationships, it has to be reflected in your calendar. Are you scheduling time with your family? If you want to have better relationships, are you making an effort to connect with new people on a daily basis or a weekly basis if you want new and better relationships? Is that part of your plan? Is that in your calendar? Like, hey, one of the things I learned from David Nurse, which is so awesome, I would suggest you follow him on social media as well. He's got two great books as well. He texts three people every single day. Every single day, he texts three people. And by the way, David Nurse is gonna be on the show soon. So look for that, it's gonna be awesome. He texts three people just like, hey, I'm thinking about you, I'm here for you, I'm in your corner if you need something, that's it. Think about how powerful that is. How many people could you do that to if you go through your contacts and do that, right? So that's the relationship piece. And then wealth is really, a wealth of everything, like a wealth of health, knowledge, love, the money will come. I had had it backwards, right? Priority number one for me in my head was always like, hey, I just want to get a bunch of money, right? I was like that for so long, for so many years. And it took me a long time to figure out that that will come if you focus on the other two first in that order, like your own health and wellness, your own well-being, self-care, then the relationships that you establish, like who can I serve? Learn this from David Nurse, like serve, give, 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 expect nothing in return, which is hard to do. I usually expected something in return if I gave my time or gave something like I need something in return. You don't. It'll come. It'll come to you. And it'll come to you probably a hundred times more than you imagined it would come. You just have to be patient, delayed gratification. And I think that just going to an event like that, I shouldn't say I think I know going to an event like that really changed my perspective. I mean, this is life-changing stuff I'm talking about here. I reworked my entire calendar. I redid my goals. And it's okay to do that. You can rework your goals at any time.
just as long as you have a very specific plan and you attach emotion behind them as well. When you're writing your goals, you have to make sure that you're attaching emotion behind them. I'm going to tell you a story about that. I'm going to tell you what I said in front of the group when they brought me up and I had an opportunity to speak in front of a, you know 150 people, which was just a tremendous experience. And they asked me how I was able to leave my job or why I left my job. And I alluded to it earlier in this solo cast. And I basically said that I was living in fear for a long, long time. I was afraid to try. I was scared that I was going to let people down. I was scared that I was going to lose money. I was scared that I was going to fail my life. My wife, I was really afraid of succeeding. Like, hey, what happens if I actually pull this off, right? And I was traveling, as I've mentioned many times, I had this high travel job where I was gone every other week, flying 100,000 miles a year and missing my son grow up and being away from my wife and coming back. And he looks different. He's talking different and I'm missing all this stuff. And one day he said to me, dad, I don't like it when you leave. I'm scared. I'm scared when you're not in the house to be here by myself with mom. You know, I just don't like it. Never forget those words. That ate away at me for a long time. It really did. But what it did was it gave me the courage to stop being afraid, to stop living in fear. And I told this story in front of everyone and I could just see the reactions, right? I was getting emotional as well. You have to have something like that in your life to push you through. Because what I told everyone in the room is that when it gets difficult, because it will. Just because you left your job and started your own business or doing something else doesn't mean that you're not going to have challenges in life or that you're not going to feel like you want to quit. Because I've had those challenges. I think about the words that my son said to me and how I made a promise to myself and to him that I'd never want to hear those words again. Like, I'm not going back to that life. I'm never going to hear him say, Dad, I don't like it when you leave. That's what drives me when things get difficult. And I also thanked him for it because I realized that I never did that. So I had a conversation with him the other day and I told him about what I said to the group. And I said, hey, buddy, I just want you to know, you know, this is what I said to the group. And, you know, I just wanted you to know that you gave me the courage. You gave me the courage to finally chase my dreams. And I'm super grateful for you. And I thank you for it. And I love you. And I just really appreciate you. And it was a great conversation. It was a great moment, but you should have seen like his face light up. He's 11 years old, right? You should have seen his face light up when I told him that. Like I just made his day and he was just like, yeah, that's really cool, dad. But being able to express that to him was really awesome. And I had made a mistake of not telling him that. I was telling everybody else, but I had to tell him like, hey, this kid needs to know this, right? Like he's, he's made such a huge impact on my life. And he's done that in so many other ways. That's the other lesson too that I had. And I told everybody on stage is like, hey, your kids will tell you like it is. They'll tell it how it is. They don't hold anything back. They'll tell you the things that other people are afraid to tell you, or maybe they won't be blunt about it because kids have no filter. So listen to that, like take that in and you can really learn a lot from your children. And when I said that, everyone was kind of nodding their head like, yeah, 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 right? It was just such a tremendous experience. Like I'm supercharged. I'm supercharged from the event. I've just reevaluated everything from my life. And it's all because of 
this power behind getting around people who have a common goal, who think differently, who go against like the traditional grain, the stuff that you're watching on TV, all the hate and nonsense that's being spewed out on television, which I don't watch, by the way. I don't watch any of that stuff. I don't allow it in. So look at your group. This is my final thought for the day, for this episode. Look at your group. Look at the people that you're around. Are they cool being where they are right now or do they want something more? Do they want something different? Okay. Are they serving other people? Do they have the service mentality, right? Or is it just me, 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 consume, consume, consume? Do they really care about you when you talk to them or do they listen to you? Do they listen to you? Do they care about you or are they just waiting for you to stop talking so that they can insert their view of the situation onto your life. I mean, seriously, look at that. You might have to drop some people. And listen, I'm pretty open with my contact details. If you want to speak about different masterminds and maybe what to look for, I'm happy to do that. Just reach out to me. I'll give you some direction because again, I do have this service mentality and I was stuck for years and years and years. And I just want you to understand that you don't have to tolerate your current situation. You can get out of it. So look at the group that you're in, look to where you want to go and then go find a group that'll help you get there. I really appreciate you listening to the show. As always, I love doing these solo cast episodes. I hope you get value out of it. Let me know in the comments if you're on YouTube or shoot me a message on Instagram. I always leave my Instagram page in the show notes. Again, really grateful for you listening. Make it a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the W2 Prison Break Show. Don't forget, you can watch all full episodes on our YouTube channel. Definitely check that out and please subscribe. Go to www.w2prisonbreak.com to learn more. If you like this show, please leave us a rating and review so we can continue to support you and the thousands of others planning their W-2 prison break. Here's to busting you out.